fresh takes with Russo and Felice. Paul Russo here, the Felice portion of our program. Nick Felice over there. Uh, back again here on this Wednesday. Football heavy episode with a little bit of postseason baseball sprinkled in at the end. So, Nick, how you doing? Been a few days since I've, I've seen you. Pretty much a week. Well, just about a week, I guess. So, a rarity for us. Yeah, uh, I'm doing good, Paul. Um, yeah, baseball playoffs just started. Your uh, NASCAR schedule just came out. I'm aware of. Uh, we, we're uh, we're technically officially 30 minutes away, but yeah, 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's been good. You know, had some Mark's Pizzeria for lunch today. Ooh. Shout out Finger Lakes Times and uh, Mark's Pizzeria. <laughs> uh, good good lunch. A little sleepy, but uh, ready to go. That'll happen. <laughs> that will happen. So. Uh, Thank a couple of our sponsors for today's program, including, including ugh, words today, <laughs> including Dr. Jeffrey Halstead, DMD. Did I say Jeffrey wrong just then? I apologize to Dr. Halstead if I did. Dr. Jeffrey Halstead, DMD. There we go. Better. Dr. Jeffrey Halstead has been Canada's hometown dentist for more than 35 years, offering routine dental care as well as cosmetic dentistry, implants, and dentures by their highly trained and experienced staff. Visit them online at candywithdentistry.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. And Auburn Auto Group, when it comes to selection and service after the sale, Auburn Auto Group has the premier has been the premier destination for new and used buyers for close to 40 years. Among the brands offered on the Route 5 location in Auburn include Chevrolet, GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, and Subaru. Thanks to their wide range and of makes and models, you're sure to find your new or used car at Auburn Auto Group. So, after I tripped over my words continuously there, Nick, the NFL through week four, and um, I feel like I wouldn't say chaos outright reigns, reigns in the NFL, right? But, I mean, it was a, a bit of a hectic week uh, to some degree, but I want to begin with, what was perceived to be, if not the one of the most favored and, and highly anticipated matchups so far this year between the Dolphins and the Bills. And the Bills, look, for the first couple drives for both teams, it's like, oh, we're going to get like a true shootout here. And uh, after after Achan's second touchdown, it, it kind of petered away for Miami there a little bit. And the Bills just outright dominated the Dolphins, it seemed like. Uh for, like I said, it ended up being a little bit of a letdown for, I think, the perceived face value of that game. I mean, like I said, if it, if it wasn't the, the premier matchup so far this year, it's got to be one of the matchups uh, that while well, going into the weekend anyway. And it just, uh, for the Bills, yeah, it, it delivered, but maybe not so much for the Dolphins. It was kind of disappointing. That game was on at 1 o'clock, and we could have taken at least one of the New York games off of prime time. But, you know, it's early in the schedule. You can't do that. But this was a great game. Uh, even though the Bills pretty much blew them out, like you said. It was back and forth to start. I thought we were going to see another shootout with the Dolphins. And the Dolphins' offense just kind of, you know, stalled out. Didn't really hear much from Tua. Tyreek Hill came down to earth a little bit. And uh, the Bills just have the Dolphins' number, and they proved it on Sunday. I mean, the Dolphins are never going to win this division until they can prove they can beat the Bills. It was back in the day they had to prove that they could beat the Patriots. Never could. Mm-hmm. Now they still haven't proven they could beat the Bills. I mean, 
we get a little distracted, I think, sometimes because they scored 70 points last week uh-huh. that we thought they were just going to go all the way to undefeated, which, I, does, you know, they're not undefeated anymore, but it does keep me – does the well, Dolphins – The Dolphins owe a thing or two about being undefeated. Yeah, does the – what is the 72 Dolphins, yep. right? Do they s- – Get excited. They, they they still do when the Dolphins lose. Oh, well, you're talking about with that. Oh, hmm. do they still? What? How okay, I no no no. I see what you're saying. That's a good question. For if you don't know, the 72 team celebrates every time that the yeah. final undefeated team loses. It's a good question. Would they so hypothetically celebrate it if, was, if it were the Dolphins? They were pretty close to the last yeah. undefeated team this year. It's just. Where do they stand? Because it's never been the Dolphins as the last undefeated team in right. probably since '72, uh, but they were pretty close this year being the last undefeated. And uh, we're going to learn a lot. Of, we would have learned a lot yeah. about the '72 Dolphins where their loyalty is. Are they just selfish about their team, or do they care about the Dolphins? But anyway, back to the game. Uh, I think the Bills really made a statement. Josh Allen made a statement. I mean, as much. This rag that Josh Allen got after week one, the week one loss against the Jets. I mean, I don't understand it, to be honest with you, because they've played so well since then. And Joe Burrow, you don't hear it at all how terrible. I, I mean, you can say what you want. Joe Burrow's hurt or whatever. But Josh Allen was hurt last year, too. Uh-huh. That man should not have been playing. And you even said it, I think, one podcast last year. You were like, this guy should be sitting out until the playoffs or something like that. And he didn't, and he mm-hmm. had a plan, and I don't think he ever really fully recovered until this year. And we just – I don't know. I don't get why Josh Allen gets so much more slack. I mean, he gets more hate than Joe Burrow when Joe Burrow and the Bengals are really struggling. But anyway, Josh Allen's come out and proved it. He proved it on Sunday against the Dolphins. Uh, it was a good win for him. I mean, division – Jets looked all right. I mean, the division is really just a two-team race, I think. It's going to be. I think it's going to, they're only going to have two teams in the playoffs. For sure they're only going to have two. Um, I mean, it's going to be interesting how the Dolphins respond from this. I mean, it's still early. It's only four weeks in. I mean, the Dolphins could go on a losing skid, and all of a sudden they're back to 500, and and then you don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. So, I mean, they got a lot to prove still. Uh, they proved a lot in the first three weeks, but mm-hmm. definitely a huge. This is what you call a huge setback, right? All right, so I just did some quick research. Uh, apparently, I, they 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 still do it, you know, individually. They don't get together as a team to celebrate the '72 Dolphins. They do it individually still, some of them. But I could not find anything saying that if the Dolphins were to be the team in question, what would happen? I couldn't find anything. Figured I might, but you know. Alas, um, let's yeah. You bring up a good point though. Uh, actually, to, to kind of circle back to something that I did want to talk about, like what is kind of going on with Cincinnati at this point, right? Like, I mean, terrible. I, 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 I think Burrow's not one hundred percent, and it's tough to sit him out in this scenario. Kind of like how you brought up with like the Josh Allen thing, but that was like you said, right? It's a little bit different. Like, and I, I go back to that, right? Like, you're only a couple weeks from the playoffs at that point. Like, I wouldn't. It's a different situation. You're you're looking down the barrel of one and three right now, in a division that, for them, right in the FC North, pretty pretty reasonable expectation that it's wide open still right now. Uh, I mean, clearly the Browns are are not the same team without, especially offensively, right without 
Nick Chubb and, and to a lesser degree, uh, Deshaun Watson, um, you know, you'll get clearly you enjoy that game. You enjoy watching it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, I mean, the atmosphere was great and it was great weather, but yeah, the Browns were rough. Ravens impress you? Not particularly. I didn't think the Ravens. And that's the thing about this division, because I'll talk about it right here a little bit too. Like the Ravens have done nothing outright impressive. And I know they're hurt, but like <laughs> they will be different once they probably get a couple people back, probably to a degree. Did you get starstruck but, seeing the GOAT? Miles Garrett, yeah, definitely. I was talking about Justin Tucker. Yeah, Justin Tucker, no. Tucker, Tucker was not looking good in warm-up. I'm not going to lie. Ooh, really? I think – Did I don't, kick a field goal? Dare I say um, – yes. Dare I say – He's getting old. Justin Tucker is not the best kicker anymore. I don't think he is. That's a dare right there. Well – I mean, he's he's missing he's missing some field goals all of a sudden again. Anyway, back to the main point at hand that you brought up. Uh, I, look, the FC North is it's wide open, right? I mean, the Steelers aren't pickets out this week. Uh, well, is he officially out yet? I think he is, because I mean everything I've said they're talking about Trubisky, but like the Steelers currently aren't aren't good. Like, the, like I said, the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, not as good as we think. The Bengals clearly aren't. I mean, if the Bengals want to get this thing together, it's still there. But, like, you have one 3-1 and one team in that division, two 2-2s, two and twos, and you're the 1-3. and three. And I got to be honest with you, those the two 2-2s two and twos being the Steelers and the Browns, look a hell of a whole lot better than you do even right now. Like, I understand it's a one-game golf gap, but, like, you gotta figure it out. Twice so, scored three points. So, but that's the thing with it, right? Is like, what is going on? And I don't know. Like, we don't know. But my inclination is, I don't think Burrow's hundred percent. I just don't think he is. But he, they're gonna have to figure out a way to to try and either play through it slash around it. Like, I. But their offense, I I don't know. Like, I know their line isn't great, but like, it's certainly not the worst in the league. And we'll we'll talk about that. Unfortunately, with. Your Giants at the moment, Nick. I, I apologize. I thought but. they played well. They didn't give up 15 sacks. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they, they did not. But look, the fact of the matter is, like this, the Bengals were one of these teams that collectively there's expectation on going into this year. And they're failing to live to it, and I I don't know, I don't know what the answer is going to be at this point, right? Like, it's easy to pinpoint, for example, like the Chargers where it's like, okay, Staley's nuts. Like, he's probably going to have to go here at the end of the year. But, like, you, you know that's a, a thing. That's an attainable thing you can pinpoint with the Chargers, right? Same thing with, say, like the Chiefs, where it's like, okay, the Chiefs need to probably go out and get, like, a weapon to complement Kelsey, right? Because, like, Mahomes, Mahomes ain't going to do it with, like, Sky Moore and the Rice guy and, and everything else, right? Like, they need a, they need a wide out, you know? Uh the Bills, at least AFC-wise, at the moment, they look at theirs as the complete package at the moment. I, I don't know where they could outright improve at the moment. Uh, but, uh, you know, I guess maybe you could kind of make to the same degree a, a, an argument with Miami there where I guess if their argument's anything, it's probably on the defensive side of things, probably in the secondary more than anything else because their front end is still very good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if the Bengals, like, 
I don't want to write them off yet. We're we're as I call it, we're technically a quarter of the way through the season. Just the way I know schedule, it's a different way now. But I still look at it as you know, you're a quarter of the way through the year. They they got to figure it out. I mean, they they're at the Cardinals this week. Who? I mean, honestly, who honestly, yeah, who honestly, the Cardinals played probably their worst game of the season this past year, this past season, last week, and they almost backdoor covered it even. So, and they're plucky enough that, like, I, I, you can't, I, to me, I can't necessarily not pick Arizona. It's I, not to look too far down the road, but it's honestly one of the games, really the game I had the toughest picking this week was Cincinnati-Arizona. So, I, I don't know, they, they, but it, it has to start this weekend. If you're Cincinnati and you're the Bengals, it has to start this weekend to turn around. Because if not, one and four becomes a hell of a whole lot worse to, to try and figure out going forward at this point. Yeah, uh, I think this is a uh, I think this is a bigger problem than just Joe Burrow. Oh, no, I, and I, that's the thing with it, right? Like, I don't want to make it sound like it's 100% on him. But the fact of the matter is, right, he's not – I don't think he's 100%. There's clearly – and I'm sure you'll bring it up because I won't completely trample, right, but there's clearly some sort of dysfunction going on in the locker room too. It, it's just not good right now in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they've. this is a team that's been to the conference championship game two years in a row. Yeah. And uh, right now they're not even looking like a playoff team. Right. In an AFC that's kind of – It's more wide open than it's been the past couple years. Yeah. You know. The records aren't great in the AFC right now. I mean, there's a lot of 500 teams. And, I mean, we thought majority of the over 500 records would be – I mean, it's all schedules and stuff right now too, but that could even out. But, you know, it's not a – you say it's a wide open division, but I don't think it's division – where you can slump like this and come back and win. But, but right, exactly. So if they lose to the Cardinals and continue to get on this bad trend to start the season, I don't know if they could ever overcome it. No. And a wild card spot's not going to be easy in the AFC. No. Uh, yeah, I think like you said it's a must win this week. And if they don't I don't know. I think the Bengals are in trouble. All right. And, and that's what I mean by wide open, right, is because that division's one of, like, the two or three in the league that, look, every division beats up on each other, but, like, they just beat up on each other. Like, there's just no way around it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they got to figure it out. Uh, I, I don't know. Speaking of figuring out, uh, I, I do want to apologize. I, I feel like I brought the jinx upon the Giants this year by picking them to make it to the Super Bowl, how the NFC – that's right. Um, you said that. I, I legitimately like feel bad for Daniel Jones, and I recognize is there some stuff he could be doing better. Absolutely, I'm not going to run away from that fact. But the fact of the matter is, like a lot of things, and take it from me, a Syracuse football fan here, you gotta have protection in order to do something. Like Daniel Jones has been on the run a lot and like I said like I get it but like there's only so much you can do like if you're just getting pummeled 11 for example right 11 sacks against the Seahawks even that hasn't been great exactly it's it's nuts like 
And, and what's funny is I saw a couple of people bring up, oh, the Legion of Boom is back. Like, no, it, it's a show of what it was, even to this day. Like, congrats, you still have, you brought back Bobby Wagner to run around out there. But, like, that's a, that's a CL defense that's not known for getting sacks, especially this year. I think they were they – if they weren't league lowest, they were, like, second or third to lowest. I know that going into this game. It, it That tells you all you need to know. Giants like, have some injuries on the offensive line. Right. And clearly they were struggling with it. But uh, like you said, though, the, Daniel Jones definitely does, needs to take some of the blame here. And, I mean, you're talking about that pick six. Right. They scored a touchdown there. It's a 14-10 game. 97-yard. Yeah. I mean, that was the game-changing, mm-hmm. momentum-swinging play. and. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to say the Giants were going to come back and win that game, but it would have been a totally different game, totally different game plan. They had to rush to get back down there, and they just couldn't. So, I mean. And, look, I, I think Barbara too, right, is I, I think we're having a different conversation if Saquon's healthy, to be honest. Because it, it, don't get me wrong, Matt Breed is a, a serviceable, very good running back, but he's not Saquon, right? I mean. Is he an ex-Washington Park? Breida? San Fran. San Fran. Yeah. I think it's somebody else. You are. I, I'm assuming, anyway. <laughs> Peyton Barber, maybe? He's a free agent. Yeah, anyway. it might be Peyton Barber. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I it just gives you more of a balance, right? I mean, Brita in San Fran, he wasn't even their north-south guy. He was he was used a lot like they used, in, hell, in that time frame, you know, like McKissick, right? I mean, just kind of, you know. Out and about and doing the their Giants receivers are trash. <sighs> They're trash. I'm so sick and tired. Of these they aren't. They aren't great. But like Darren Waller can't have one reception for five yards. You know what I mean? Well, I, and I know. Supposedly he was open on that. And look, like I get. And look, I get. He's a tight end, right? But the way it is now, especially with like a guy like him, right? Like he's a receiver. You know, right? And I don't know. I, and I get it. Like I. I don't know. I. The Giants receivers should be better than they are, though. I'll go ahead and say that. But I've been saying that now with, like, a guy like Sterling Shepard for how long now? Yeah. I feel like I'm one of the last, like, Sterling Shepard truthers on the planet. Yeah, you point. are. <laughs> he is just – he's just not good. Yeah. Below average. And uh, what happened to Darius Slayton? Like, what – you know, it's just – Oh, wow, I have, I have some breaking NFL news. This is usually – Penny Pickett, good to go for week five, apparently. And you just said literally five minutes ago. I know. He's out. That's wild. <laughs> That's why you come to Fresh Stakes for your hard-hitting NFL analysis. <laughs> you usually get breaking MLB news. I know. It have been a while. Probably because of the time. Not like it was We're on. 17 minutes away from first pitch for game one, so. Game two. <laughs> Whatever. Well, game one of the day. Game one of the day. Yeah. I don't think that's what you meant. But... <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, other games happen. I don't want to talk about the Giants. Well, I did want to pose this question before we kind of get into our picks and maybe a couple of our loose odds and ends. Um, New England's at a spot where they really haven't, frankly, been in our lifetime. I mean, you picked them last week, Nick, saying that how Belichick's never lost to the Cowboys as a as a Patriot coach or. You don't need to quote me. in Dallas or whatever, and uh, well, I mean, you did pick the Devils as well to win the Stanley Cup yeah, a couple yeah, of years yeah, ago, yeah. and but I mean, the fact of the matter is, I 
I don't think they're the worst team in the NFL, but they might be team number 31 or 30 Ooh, that bad. when it comes to that. I They looked good a couple weeks ago. I, I can – look, I, I think Mac Jones is a good quarterback. I just don't know what's going on there. I don't think he's the fit there. I mean – I think a lot of it, frankly, and I don't think it's one way or another. I'm not about to do the Brady versus Belichick thing. But, like, what I will question on this front is Belichick's decision-making when it comes to the people around him now. And, you know, I don't think, say, McDaniels is any better than, say, Bill O'Brien to whoever, right? But, like, I don't know if his son is good, <laughs> for example, as a coordinator. I I don't know if some of these position coaches that he's brought back and been around are are still with it to that degree, but like they're they're bad. I'm I they I I'm not gonna write them off necessarily just yet, right? But like the Jets are playing better than them. <laughs> I mean, the Jets are very clearly a, at minimum, right? Are going to be a plucky team the rest of the year. Well, we always at do minimum. This. But like that's a different portion of that discussion. Fact of the matter is. We we're at a point where the Patriots are terrible. Are an, more well terrible, right? But they're an afterthought in the league right now. You know what I mean? Like first time in our lifetimes we 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 we've been able to say that really. Good. Uh, well, all right. As much as uh, I don't think Paul, I think Paul can agree with me on this. Boston sports not our favorite type no, of sports. No. Uh, on this podcast. Even you, Boston College. Even you. <laughs> yeah, even you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, not our, not our favorite. And Northeastern. <laughs> you get the point. And Harvard. <laughs> I like Harvard. And Boston University. Yeah. Um, yeah, not, not our And favorite. UMass Lowell. Yeah, UMass Lowell. Uh, <laughs> they, they're a little, uh, you know, tough out in the American whatever. Conference that are in American East, they might be in that one. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, a, it's not a great sports town to this podcast. And you, MIT, <laughs> just waiting, for, <laughs> waiting for you to say something. But um, I don't even know what the hell I was gonna say. But uh, Sorry. <laughs> I was having too much. Were fun. we talking about the Patriots? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good. They suck. Uh, but. They look good a couple games ago. They look good against the Eagles in week one. I just think it was just an all-around bad game. Kind of like how when the Giants played the Cowboys. I don't really want to hype up the Cowboys at all because they still lost the Cardinals. But it's a tough defense for an offense like that. I wouldn't write them off either. I don't think they're the 31st best team. I think they're a little bit better than some of these teams. I mean, come on, Paul. There's the Browns. Not the Browns. The Browns are better than them. Not the Browns. I didn't mean the Browns. The I, meant to, I meant to say the Bears. Oh. No. <laughs> the Bears. Uh, the Broncos. Uh, who's who's the worst? Man, it might be, might be the Bears. Uh <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big fan of how you're just like the Bears, the Broncos. Okay, that's probably it. <laughs> just just completely ignoring. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Cardinals and Texans kind of. Uh, yeah, I guess. Me I mean, the Tex the Texans actually might be good. They they I'm, might. Be. I've i I think I'm leaning on the Texans actually being good. <laughs> I don't know though. 
That Nico Collins is a yeah. stud. Tank. CJ Strouds look good. What about the Panthers? <laughs> the Panthers are bad, yeah. The Panthers are bad. I still think the Falcons are really bad. I know they were 2-0, but mm. I think they're bad. Yeah. The Saints might be bad. Their uh, I'm not completely willing to write off the Saints just yet. Okay. You don't have to. Uh, and I, I still think the Jets are going to be what about bad. The, what about the Mandos? No, they're good. They're good? Classifying them they, as good. I mean, you want to talk about the game. Let's let's forget about the Patriots. <laughs> no, but okay, I don't want to talk about how great the Cowboys are. I mean, I don't want to talk about T-Swift and the Jets. Let's talk about the Commanders. Riverboat Ron. Why did he not go for two? So, my logic here is, remember that Giants game three years ago? I think it was the COVID year. And he went for two. They didn't get it. And there was this big... Frankly, shitstorm. What was that game? It was at I think it was in New York. Because usually when you see but, that, it's the team on the road. Right, but at the same token, personally speaking, if I'm on the road in that situation, and I I guess the guys were tired, so to that degree, I understand why you just go for the one and go for overtime. But on the road against Philly, who by the way you upset in Philly last year as well, I would have gone for two there. I mean, especially if you're Washington this year. It's more of a learning year than it is your competing year, but they have the possibility of being a wild card team at the end of the day. They just they just do. Super Bowl? So, well, pipe dream, sure. There's a lot of pipe dreams I have that I know ain't ever going to happen. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. But, like, I, I do agree with you there. Like, there, you can't have the nickname Riverboat and not – not at least think about it, which is the way it sounded. He didn't even bother thinking about it. So, uh, but personally speaking, I would have gone for two there. Uh, yeah, I would have on the road. Like I said, on the road oh, no. against a team that you upset last year in their place, like that. Who high-scoring game? Yeah, yeah. I think they did. They, they they got a possession overtime. They did. Yeah, they did. I think they actually do. They have two. But like just going back on a high-scoring game, you might not even get a possession. Right. So. I would have gone for it. I hate Nick Sirianni so much. <laughs> I, I absolutely hate that man. Uh, it almost, almost makes me want to hate the Eagles more than the Cowboys. I, it's some days, Paul. I know you're a Washington guy. You probably agree. Nice it's just some days I hate the Eagles more than the Cowboys. And it's a lot of the days. Oh, I, I think – I hate maybe the Eagles fans more than I do the Cowboys fans now. Yeah. But I think as a team still, I tolerate the Eagles more than the Cowboys still at this point. I don't know. It's weird. It's one of those, like, if you were to blend them together, it'd be like the ultimate, like, hate combo would be Cowboys team with Eagle fan, I think. I don't know. I think the only reason why the Cowboy fan base for me is still up there hatred-wise because they just – and I take this from the literal personal perspective of knowing what it's like to go through this at this point. Like, you get rid of Dak, you are only going to get worse. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but that's how it's going to go. Washington's still struggling from the whole entire Kirk Cousins fallout. <laughs> so, ah. Hey, enough of that, though, Nick. Let's get into our picks. Mm. Should we? Shan't we? <laughs> mm. Last week, I took the week. 12, record of 12-4 and four last week for their boy. 
Not bad. It's good to see I was able to pick right somewhere because when we get to my college picks, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I went. You went eight and eight. Uh, House scenes. Some of your notable losses, not limited, but including Miami. Oof. Tough spot for you last week there. Don't act like that was a crazy pick. Yeah, the New England one was out of pocket. Uh, let's begin, though, Thursday night football this week. Oh, hold on. We do have our first wave of buys. Let's go with the buys first. Uh, four teams like on. like week five buys. Four, oh gosh. I hate the week five, and I hate the week like 14 buy. Ridiculous. Yes. They should all be like a three or four or five weeks back. Right. From week like five to ten. No, uh, not five to ten. Sorry. Like seven to twelve. Yes. I agree. Your four teams on by this week are Seattle, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, and the L.A. Chargers. Oh, no Chargers? No Chargers this week. Pouring out. Thursday night football. Chicago at Washington. Washington a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going Washington here. Um, frankly, if they lose to Chicago. Actually, funny we bring this up. We didn't talk about it too much because I just don't know how much of it to believe. But Chicago, uh, they got some guys apparently game of their life coming up here. Uh, Eberflus apparently might be fired if they lose. Probably not a good indication for other people in the front office. Just, I, I don't know, but I'm on, I'm on Washington here. I'm not going to like this. I'm going to Chicago. Really? I just gut feeling I think Chicago's going to get this win. Okay. What about uh, Sunday morning at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London? The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Buffalo Bills. Oh, Bills fans. Bills are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Bills fans cannot be going out too late on Saturday. They have to get up early. Uh, Nick, to take a page out of your book back in the day, you ain't going to bed late if you're staying up all night. <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, Bills fans are going to be drinking a little early on Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, like what they usually do. But uh, I'm going to go Jaguars-Bills. Mm-hmm. Bills, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Have to go all the way to Jacksonville's home field. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Bills. Yeah, I'm on Bills as well. Um, although the five and a half points is interesting. I think they do cover, but it's going to be interesting to see. Jacksonville obviously didn't come back. They, they've stayed in England all week. so That's true. All right, first of the 1 p.m. window, Houston at Atlanta. Ooh. <laughs> Atlanta, a two-point favorite at home coming back from England. And I think it's a spot to avoid the Falcons. I'm going Houston here. I'm riding the Texan wave. Why, Paul? I think they're the better team than Atlanta. To quote you in our group chat last week, man, Desmond Ritter is bad. Is that <laughs> which, which sorry, you, you, you give me you give me information, I tell it. It's not my fault that that you say it. I mean, you did pick the Devils to win the Stanley Cup. You should probably say a why to me because my logic just doesn't go to the answer. I'm going Atlanta, even though. How you just shit talk them? I know I shit talked Atlanta instead of the Houston's might be better, but. I don't know. For some reason, I think Atlanta's going to win this game. I'm so confused by two of your picks already. <laughs> the Chicago one, I'm kind of confident about. Okay. Uh, what about what about, on your team. what about our biggest spread of the week? Carolina at Detroit. Detroit, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. That's the biggest spread. Yep. As it stands right now. I'm going Detroit. I was hoping you would because I'm going Detroit as well. Just, I mean, Detroit, after a rough, rough maybe couple weeks there to get the season going, sure handled their business against so I'm Green up Bay. two games on you right now? Yep. 
Tennessee at Indianapolis. Indianapolis a one-point favorite. And I'm going to take the home team in Indy here, although I'm not overly confident. Some, I'm going with – I'm going to quote you. Gut feeling. I'm going Indy. Another quote. Uh, I think Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey are still the top two running backs in the league. Wow. They showed it last week. And uh, Derrick Henry now four career passing touchdowns. I'm going to go – but I'm going to go Colts. Oh. What about the Giants at Miami? This is actually the biggest spread. I apologize, Miss Rod. Miami, an 11-point favorite at home. <sighs> Trying to win Miami. <laughs> you sound so depressed they're taking that. Uh, I'm going Miami as well, mm. unfortunately. All right. Two of the teams you were just talking about, shit-talking again a little bit here. New Orleans at New England. New England, a one-point dog at home. I really act like I'm hating on New England. You were just hating on New England. Well, you are hating on New Orleans. I'm taking New Orleans, though, uh, on the road. I just think they're, frankly, it's defensively, right? They're going to be better. Matt Judon, I think's out. I, I heard he tore a, I think, a tricep. I don't know, but. I'm going to go Saints as well. Are you? What about Baltimore at Pittsburgh, where Pittsburgh is a four-point home dog? Kenny Pickett apparently playing. This division beats up on each other, but I'm going to go Baltimore. Yeah. I I am as well. Just uh, the better better team, frankly. Pittsburgh uh, did not impress me. No. Speaking of not impressing, we have two in the 405 window. Two games. Cincinnati at Arizona, which I already alluded to. Arizona, three points. They're getting at home. Uh I'm going to go Cincinnati, though. Like I said, I think this is a must-win for them type deal. So, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and roll it. I agree on that. But I'm going to go Cardinals. Oh. I really think there's a problem in Baltimore or Cincinnati, wherever they're from. Where are they from? <laughs> <laughs> You're brutal right now. Um, Philly at the Rams. Philly is a four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. crazy this week do you ride with puka nukua yeah man he's he's the goat he's not the justin tuck goat but give me the rams really yes i uh think that's a long trip for philly and uh they're a long way from philly cheesesteaks mm-hmm, i guess i'm going philly though <laughs> just uh like i said but i i don't the rams are an interesting team can can they're very interesting are they good yeah that's the main issue i have with them i i, I just i don't know puka's good Cooper Cup back into the fold this week, too, apparently. So, How's Cooper going to get the targets, though? Right. Higby? Where's Higby going to get his targets? I don't know. 425 window, the Jets at the Broncos. Broncos a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Throw that out the window. I'm taking the Jets. I think they're too plucky. I think uh, Denver might be riding a bit too high <laughs> after uh, the comeback victory on the Bears. So, uh, But I'm going to go Jets. I just think. I think the Jets – I think the Jets, frankly, are just the way better team in this matchup. <laughs> I disagree. Really? I think Denver's going to win this game. I uh, think Zach Wilson had his game. It was last week. I think we need to remember who Zach Wilson is. And I think he's going to get um, – come down – he's going to – I don't know if he's going to come down to earth. I don't know if he ever came up to cloud nine, but uh, – <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think uh, Denver's going to win this game at home. Okay. Uh, speaking of winning on the road or at home, Kansas City on the road once again at the Vikings. Vikings, five-point dogs. 
good because I'm taking Kansas City. Oh, I was hoping you'd, hoping you'd go Minnesota there. Keep up your weird trend of that. But I'm going Kansas City as well. So Sunday night football, Dallas at San Fran. San Fran, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I'm, I'm hammering the 49ers in this game. So. Hammer them. Going Niners. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick, Monday night. Green Bay at Vegas. Vegas at 2 dun, 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 dun. Vegas is a two-point dog at home. Guess who? Green Bay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was doing the Monday Night Football jingle when you were saying the names. You were, yeah. Uh, and there's a copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Give me a coin. <laughs> uh, Green Bay. Ah, oh, damn it. That's who I'm going as well. This one would have a little bit more of a. Is that at Lambo? Lambo? No, it's at Vegas. I don't care. Might as well be Lambo though, probably. Uh, so, those are our picks. We're sticking to them. Let's move on to college here for a couple minutes. Uh, it was a rough week. Quiet week. You thought it was rough, really? For you. Oh well, yeah. Syracuse. That was a must-win given the the stretch of games coming up, and they just did not didn't perform. I no enjoyed the Notre Dame Duke game. It wasn't bad, yeah, and that was good. The only other really major, quote-unquote, news I thought from the week was LSU losing to Ole Miss. But other than that, it was a fairly quietish week in college football. Frank, how everyone big games? Yeah, that's a good question. Teams losing. I saw a lot of Notre Dame people tweeting or xing or post. I don't know what the what the hell to call it. But like, there's the Brian Kelly we know. I'm like, that's not fair, and that's also very funny of certain fans to say it. I know you don't necessarily fall into this. You you call it more, I think, the team element of it and not the coach itself. But you can't be saying that as a Notre Dame fan after what happened just a week ago. Well, at that point, a week ago against Ohio State, in my mind. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if this LSU team more or less is actually all as, as good as we think it is or was, rather. I mean, I know that they have the path still technically to win the SEC West, but uh, I I don't know what to make of them. I don't think the SEC – this goes back to something we talked about a little bit now, yeah, last week, I guess. I don't think the SEC is actually just that good this year. I You know, I, I just don't. I I think Georgia's probably going to be their, their only representative in the playoff. Um, and even then, I'm not convinced – George is going to escape the SEC unscathed. Now, they get spared their schedule before the conference championship game is very favorable for them to come out of the East. Obviously, anything's possible, so I'm not going to completely say they're going to outright make it, but they, they should make it. But at that point, you know, who knows? I, I The West is, is wide open, right? Do you, do you get Alabama out of the West? Do you get Ole Miss out of the West? Uh, I mean – Look at the, the – there's a big game this weekend in the SEC West, Alabama versus Texas A&M. And, you know, I I didn't pick it, uh, but I do have one SEC game in, in my five picks But when we get to them here in a minute. But, you know, it the West is wide open and the East not, not as much, and that's just because I just think, frankly, collectively it's just not good. I mean, we thought Florida was going to be good. They're not. We thought Tennessee was going to be good. Is the ACC good? Not. I don't think the ACC is great. I don't know if they're necessarily better than the SEC. I just think competition-wise, they are above the SEC, though, this year. How's the Duke quarterback? How's he doing? 
Uh, I haven't heard anything. He's still on, he's on crutches. Yeah, I. If Leonard's done, that certainly derails. I think their chances. A lot of that offense is obviously through him. Um. You know, I I don't know. I mean, Syracuse, for example, they they play at UNC this week, and uh, for what it's worth, the line opened at a touchdown. It's already at eight. I don't know what fully that means, but um, I think more than anything, it tells me that they still they think in a game like that, after Syracuse was a touchdown home dog last week, more or less, and they're more or less a road touchdown dog this week what that tells me is they they think Clemson's stuff might be a little bit of a fluke at the start of the year right but it also tells me that competition wise they view the they view the conference close enough to each other that it could go frankly either way and I mean I think the team that's interesting in the ACC right now might be like Miami who they're they're quietly undefeated. They're sitting, I think, seventeenth right now in the AP. So, you know, are they better than Florida State? No, I don't think so. Louisville, big game this week. Yeah, I'm not. A lot of people are high on Louisville, and I'm 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 not. I they've had a pretty they've had a nice few opening weeks here, soft landing type thing. Like we're gonna Syracuse. learn a lot about Louisville this weekend. I think so. I personally think so. So Notre Dame got four straight ranked games. Yeah. How about that? How do you feel about them at this point? Uh, same if, this way I felt last week. Um, they got the win. That's all that matters last week at Duke. Pretty crazy. Duke football never had a college game day until last week. I think they said there's only six, got to assume six power five schools that never had game day come there. Uh, so it's a nice win. Uh, Gotta gotta just win out. Obviously Louisville can't cannot slouch. It's another ranked road game. Um, tomorrow's our next week's obviously the biggest game of the season when they host USC. And uh, if they can go undefeated, USC can go out and win the big the Pac-12. And Ohio State can beat Michigan this year. I think Notre Dame will definitely be in the playoffs if that all happens. Uh-huh. I mean, you're talking about Ohio State wins the Big Ten. USC goes out and wins the Pac-12, and Notre Dame goes out and wins the Independent Conference Championship. And uh, <laughs> if they go out and go 11-1, uh, Notre Dame should be in the should be in the playoff conversation with a shot, potentially, Paul, at rematching USC and Ohio State really? in the playoffs. I think I think when it's all said and done. If everything could go our way, I think you're looking at potentially Georgia 1, Notre Dame 2, Ohio State 3, USC 4 in the playoffs. So you're kind of so what that tells me is you're kind of out you're you're off on Texas. Yes, I think they'll lose. Okay. You're off of Washington. They'll lose. Okay. Oregon will lose. Okay. Who else is there? Penn State will lose. Okay. Uh, I mean, hey, I mean, I guess it's possible. I don't know, though. But you know what that means? 
Oklahoma too. Well, Oklahoma, you want to that the game this weekend, the Red River. So like that that's a game this weekend, right? Texas Oklahoma. And I don't think we'll find out much about necessarily Texas, but like you're gonna find out if if Texas can handle pressure more or less at this point, like for the rest of the year. I, I get they played Alabama. It's pretty apparent that this Alabama team is not not firing on all cylinders. So, I don't hey, – I guess – It will I, still set up your USC-Notre Dame championship game. I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> I think you just might be doing more wishful thinking on that one than anything else. Uh, I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll allow it. All right. Uh, let me get into my picks here, uh, and then we'll wrap up by talking a little bit of MLB Walker. But uh, college picks last week, one and four, not great. What was the one you won? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I can't remember off the top of my head. That's how great it was. I know Toledo only only won by two, so they didn't cover. Um, I took LSU. They lost. Back. Yeah, we we need a bounce back week. So one and four last week. My overall record is eighteen thirteen and one now. My picks for the week. I'm back. Oh, I know what my one win was last week. Arkansas State. So, uh, but keeping with that, so one and four last week. 18, 13, and won this uh, rolling record. Back with Toledo. They're at UMass this week, laying the 19. Uh, fade UMass, take Toledo. Staying in the MAC. Kent State at Ohio. Ohio is a wagon. Get on while you can. I'm laying the 26 with Ohio. For the first time all year, I'm taking Colorado. Colorado minus four at Arizona State. Arizona State's bad. Like, bad. Arkansas at Ole Miss. I'm taking Ole Miss minus 11 and a half, uh, but I would not be surprised to see Arkansas doesn't win this game. This is the way the SEC West is this year, but uh, frankly, they shouldn't be in this game at all, so I'm taking Ole Miss. And then my last one, back to the Pac-12, Oregon State minus nine and a half on the road at Cal, taking the Beavers. Cal, a little bit better than we think, but not great by any means, so I'm taking Oklahoma or Oregon State. ACC's very own Cal. That's true. That's true. So. That's that. Before we get out of here, Nick, wild card uh, round for the MLB. We're, we're one game deep in every series. Uh, you know, who do you think here we'll, we'll see in the divisional round starting this weekend on Saturday? Uh, I, I picked hand up. I, I think my Brewers pick is very much so in trouble. Um, the fact they couldn't do much of anything against, against FAF is, is concerning, but uh, I don't know. So, I mean, the hitting's uh, been a question mark all season long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a chance we could see four sleeps today. Really? They probably won't, but it would be something. if Tam- we've, This is the second year of the wild card series. If Tampa Bay and Toronto get swept in this round two years in a row in as many years, it would not be good for those franchises. Mm. No, Tampa Bay and Toronto, we're giving you a three-game series. You can't win one game in two years. So that's – on the line today. Good for the Twins, though. Ended that 18-game postseason losing streak. Uh, the Brewers. I know you're a big Brewers guy. I am not. I'm a Brewers hater. But uh, it's just like uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Just <laughs> This is that time of the year where the Brewers lose. So, And uh, the other series, the Marlins. This is in 2003. Yeah, you know, this is 2020. We saw it. They got a wild card. The, the magic is over. The wild card Marlins magic is over. Philly's underrated team. 
arguably probably the best team in this round playing. Them or Texas, I'll go. And even though Tampa Bay, it would be something to see Tampa Bay go down this afternoon because what a start they had. What were they, 20-0? and 0? What was it, 17-0? and 0? Something like that. Am I talking to myself? Are you still here? You're, no, I'm listening to you. <laughs> I got we got the NASCAR schedule officially released, so I, I, I oh. so I alluded to it off air to you a little bit, but I have to go write an article here in, in a couple minutes once we wrap up. So I'm just I'm just gathering gathering materials here. So I don't need you. I know they were like 16 and 0. I think they were 14 and 0. 16 and 0. What were the Rays when they started the season? I don't need your facts. 14 and 0. I think they were. No, they got. Wait, hold on. Because I'm trying to remember the exact sweep count here. You're right. It was 14-0 because there was the two games set in there. And then the Reds swept them to give them the first three losses. Yes. Yes. So, uh, and But this is a race team that lost two out of three to Oakland that one time when Oakland had the, the protest going. Mm-hmm. Been an interesting year for Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay, you, you gotta play baseball. You can't just rely on the computer all the time. I know everyone's got the analytics; every team's got it, but Tampa Bay is the number one analytic team, and you just cannot win a championship like this. They are doing Moneyball. They are Oakland Moneyball. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch the movie. Great movie. Brad Pitt does a great. Right, I'm promoting this. You are you are going way off the rails now. It's a great movie, but here's the thing about Moneyball. Here's the thing. Here's a guy. No, here's a guy. But Moneyball always ends with the same ending: losing in the playoffs. Losing in the divisional round of the playoffs. Moneyball does not work. Tampa Bay will never win a World Series doing this philosophy. And they could be done this afternoon. Texas, good bounce back. I mean, they were they, MLB record days in first place without winning the division, I'm pretty sure, in MLB history. Mm-hmm. So it was good for them. As much as we love to see the small market teams in the playoffs this year, there's tons of them. The big markets, most of them not making the playoffs. But at the end of the day, I still think it's going to be probably Houston – and Atlanta because the Dodgers have not won a real world series since 1988. And I will keep that going because they have not won the world series in my mind since 1988. The Dodgers will not win the world series this year. It will be the Braves. You good? Braves, Astros. <laughs> but if to answer your question, sure. If you remember what your question was, you said something about the walk around and, uh, I am impressed by Minnesota. But I was impressed by Cleveland last year, so that's it. Good. Excellent. Glad to see that you are breathing after that once again. Uh, I disagree with your small market. Until they're officially eliminated, I made my picks of Baltimore, Milwaukee, in the World Series. I'm going to go with Milwaukee, so no matter what. Uh, what a terrible pick. Screw you. What the hell do you know? You're picking the Dodgers or some shit. I didn't pick the Dodgers. I said Braves Astros. Whatever. The difference doesn't make. By the way. Atlanta, I see what you're doing with that chicken sandwich. I want it. Do you see what they're doing with this chicken? It's like a chicken sandwich, okay? And it's, like, drizzled with, like, syrup and, like, 
Uh, it looks phenomenal. Okay. They got to do that at the Rays game. Did you see the Rays attendance yesterday? Did you see it today? What's it today? It looks like worse than yesterday. Wow. I don't have an official number. Yesterday was, what, 19,000? I know this is probably a hot take. Something, but. Can we please get, during the week, can we please get the afternoon playoff games away? Why are we playing playoff games? Oh, I see what you're saying. No, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. During the week. Three, three o'clock and 4.30 first pitches are criminal in playoffs. I, look, not just baseball, right? But, like, during the week, but, like, I guess baseball really is the only sport that does it that way. Now that I'm thinking about it. Playoff games, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, NBA, 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 like, they're all, like, jumbled up on each other, right? But, like, they're staggered where it's, like, the earliest tip is, like, seven. Like, they make sure everybody, at least on the east and central. I know it's tough like for them home. to play a night game and then play a day game the next day. I know that's tough in baseball. Mm-hmm. But then they're playing every day at 3 o'clock. If you're a Tampa Bay fan that has to work during the day, you're never going to – Texas even. Like, think yeah. about that. It's even earlier in Texas. Mm-hmm. They're not even going to – if you have to work and you have, like, a job where you cannot use your phone at all, you're mm-hmm. not even going to watch the playoffs. Right. That kind of sucks. It does suck. That's terrible. Yeah. I think we just need to – Maybe this crowd of the Rays doing so bad during the day. I know it's Tampa Bay in general, but during the day doesn't help either. No. Maybe we'll finally get rid of these middle-of-the-week afternoon playoff games. Agreed. Agreed. All right, so I think that does it for today, Nick. We both – I got to get out here to do an article. I know you uh, You got to get prepped for your night's coverage of high school athletics. Even though it sounds like you're you're pretty much ready to go, you're just waiting for everything to seep on in. But uh, shout out of the week, who you got? Yes, yearly shout oh, out. There we go on this <laughs> podcast this time of the year. I'm shout out my sister Samantha Felice. Shout out Sam. It's her birthday on Tuesday. Well, week six days from now, so but before the next pod. So shout out Samantha. I will not say her age on the air, and uh, looking forward to Paul giving away this NASCAR schedule. So. Yeah. Yep. Shout out Samantha. Get to go get to go hop on that and do that now. So Nick, appreciate you as always. We'll see you next week on here. I'll see you tomorrow in the personal sense. Uh but uh until next Wednesday, enjoy the week everybody. Make your picks better than yours and uh talk with everybody.